Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's our number three live in L.A. It's the Herd. So I had nightmares last night. Weird nightmares. And my, my wife says I swear when I sleep, which is, I didn't know I was that grumpy. I mean, I swear when I'm awake, but I, I'm never, you guys have never seen me mad. I'm not like a mad guy. But my wife says I sleep and I have, uh, I, don't, I don't think of myself as a nightmare guy, but I guess I have a lot of nightmares. Last night, I had these weird vibes. Somebody was breaking in because I'm by myself in the house for a few days. It was creepy. And I, it was like real. Like I could feel like I could hear noises and footsteps. Then I wake up and I'm like, what is going on? Crazy town. What's oh, wow. going on? It sounds like a regular Tuesday night for me. I'm not a good sleeper, Colin. <laughs> You're not. Well, you got a lot going on in your head. You got little kids. So when I had They're little. They're not that little. They're 10 and 12. Oh, that's little. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But they... I've also got the men's league basketball playoffs this weekend. And, and, you, I... and, that, and that makes you sleep bad. Well, I mean, and a lot of the guys are watching, but like I'll have to go to, I always have to go to the bathroom at night. Yeah, and then when here. I lay back down, I'm like, all right. We played this team, we crushed them, but it's never easy to beat a team you just crushed. I remember this guy's good, and this is going through my head, so then I stop, and I'm like, all right, and what the, I've been told to do, because I've seen some sleep coaches, is you know count backwards from 100 to 1 while taking deep breaths, and usually I get to like 95, and I'm then like, so wait you, a minute, I, I got to bet the Warriors Kings, and I got to start over. So you don't worry yeah. about this show, it's no. your men's league. This show's easy, man. It's fun. We're talking sports. You're having fun. Now, if you start turning the tide, I gotta I'll probably get a little nervous. But so the, your men's league is—you're just literally struggling. These stories write themselves, Colin. Everything. I mean, NBA playoffs are starting this weekend. We'll oh, have content galore. How about Saturday? It's like four games. Yeah, NFL draft is right around the corner. Do you like, know the Lakers T Wolves game? The playing game, and it was hard to watch. It was ugly. I mean, yeah. the second half was ugly basketball. Of the forty-seven. Bowl games, all the bowl games, and the college playoff. 47 games. 
That Laker playing awful game, one of the ugliest second halves you'll ever see it. Beat all but seven college football bowl games or playoff games. Wow. I did not read. Now, double the most of them. It's tricky because that game was on TNT. Yeah. Okay, cable. Are some of these bowl games on cable. ABC? They're not on network. No, TV? they're mostly on cable. I, I don't watch irrelevant bowls. I mean, yeah. I just watch the ones. But it just it just goes to show you that the the NBA is dead. It set an attendance record, and the Lakers T Wolves playing game beat forty of the forty seven bowl games. Bowl games are a big deal. Like they're heavily promoted by companies, towns, networks. But there's no urgency. It's a it's an exhibition game. This Lakers game was massive. You don't want to lose well, and then you yeah. know play again. But it's NBA is fine. I mean, I, like I struggle at time. I tell you, I, I get on the treadmill and watch half an NBA game a night when I get on the treadmill. It's hard for me to watch sometimes a lot. I make sure I watch the Celtics yeah. or the Cavs or the Warriors. Like good teams. If a Western team's out east, I'll watch. Or you know, I want to see the Sixers and the best teams. But these playoff games, you get locked in. They are different. You got guys fighting through screens, and these players. They are, this is like big time. I know we have a big Friday night planned, but Hawks heat is kind of a big game on Friday. That's a, it's an elimination game. Somebody's going home. Atlanta. Probably. Yeah. Oh, not, I'm sorry, not Hawks heat. It's heat. Bulls. Bulls. Yeah. Zach Levine. That's who I'm very I'll, I'll nervous make my, about. What's the line on that? I'll make my I bet right now. I think I saw now. five and a half heat. You're on a hot streak. So the, a 4-0. So the Heat get five and a half. Well, remember, Chicago had to travel to Toronto. Oh, I know. Back to Chicago, now down to South no, Beach. No, no, no. So Miami gets five and a half. That's the line? Uh, Miami's favored by five and a half. Yeah. Oh, Miami's favored by five and a half. They're at home. Yeah, Miami's going to win that game. I would agree. Yeah, and I think Chicago's going to come back down. Zach Levine's not going to play like that. Miami, by the way, Miami played good in the second half. They were terrible in the first half. They were terrible. So you know what they're going to do when they come home. Yeah. They're going to have a great first half. They're going to jump on Chicago. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Zach Levine, I trust By you. By the way, I, I, I wanna, I'm, I'm done talking Zach Levine. So I saw this story. <laughs> I mean, nothing against Zach Levine, but I, you know, I talked to him. So red flag. NFL personnel believe Ohio State C.J. Stroud is not easy to coach. So former exec Mike Lombardi used to work here. Uh, he said... Uh, C.J. Stroud's an interesting guy, said Lombardi. You talk to people in the league, and they'll tell you C.J. Stroud, it's not a knock, it's a conversation. Not the easiest guy to coach. Uh, you know, uh, what I've done is ask people, hey, if you heard C.J. Stroud's not an easy guy to coach, and everybody echoes that back to you. Okay, so then there's a story today, the Texans not a lock to take a quarterback with a number two pick. So what, who does it benefit for this to be out? It could benefit the Texans to be out. So if they don't take C.J. Stroud, they don't get crushed, because they can say, hey, man, you heard the rumors. This guy's tough to coach. It could benefit the Colts, certainly, right? Because the Colts could be saying, we like C.J. Stroud. We want the bad vibes out there so people pass on him. So who does it benefit? Maybe it doesn't benefit anybody. It's just the truth. But I've said this before. I watch, I watch a lot of Ohio State Big Ten football games, right? So I saw them six times a year. I don't watch all their games, but the big games. Five, six times a year. I never said wow with C.J. Stroud. I said wow with Buckeye receivers, I say wow a lot with Ohio State. The pass rusher, a great corner. They have great receivers. He didn't make me say wow. That's my knock. Doesn't mean he's bad. He's accurate. But I think um, the comp on him is Jared Goff. And I think it's a great comp, but I think Goff's better. And, and, And as good as Goff was this year, nobody sees him as the, you know, you want to get him at, you want the Lions to draft the quarterback. So I think the comp is Jared Goff, but I don't think he's nearly as good a thrower as Jared Goff. And I like Jared Goff. I think he's 10, 11, 12th best quarterback in the league. 
So second, third best quarterback right now, Stafford, Jalen Hurts, and then Jared Goff would be in a short conversation, third best quarterback in the NFC. So it was interesting yesterday, I thought this was substantial, Jordan Palmer, who coached Mahomes and Josh Allen, he's coached all these guys. Um, he talked about Bryce Young and a conversation that Jordan Palmer had with his friend, Steve Sarkeesian. I remember I was talking to Steve Sarkeesian. He was at Alabama, and 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 Bryce had just decommitted from USC to commit to Alabama. And I was talking to Sark. Sark was my older brother Carson's quarterback coach at USC, so I go way back with Sark. And he goes, we don't know what we have in Mac Jones, because he hadn't played yet, right? And he, this is the only high school kid in the country that I've ever recruited who I think could step right in as a true freshman and handle being the quarterback at Alabama. The confidence in a Steve Sarkeesian to to, have to play this true freshman if you have to. I just think it's going to be the same thing in the league. So years ago, uh, Bryce Young was in high school in L.A., and there was another great quarterback. There were two five-star quarterbacks. Clemson got one, and Alabama got the other. And I remember talking to somebody on USC staff, and I said, if you could choose Bryce Young or the other kid, who would you choose? And it was like, oh, no, 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 Bryce Young. I mean, our guy's a five-star guy. And they're like, yeah, but he's, he, he doesn't see the field as well. He's a big, strong athlete. We're not sure he's going to be a great quarterback. He's just re he's really, really talented, but he's not Bryce Young. Like, they put Bryce Young as a junior in high school in a totally different – and both were five stars out of California. But, but Bryce was seen in high school just more alert, more refined, more polished, more mature, better thrower – so this isn't like a new thing. Like Bryce Young, what, Star what Sark told Jordan Palmer is what I heard like four years ago in high school. They were like, there were two five-star high school quarterbacks. Everybody was like, oh, Bryce Young's the best one out of this area in years. He's the best quarterback in L.A., by the way. Orange County and L.A. County, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. I mean, Brady's a California kid. Josh Allen is. Aaron Rodgers is. This state produces a lot of great high school quarterbacks. The coaching's excellent. The weather's perfect. You can throw year-round. The passing camps. So I just, when I watch C.J. Stroud, I never go, wow. When I watch Bryce Young's high school tape, it's like, wow. I was told by somebody at USC, watch his tape and look for this, this, and this. And you're like, the guy's 17. It's like, wow. Can I ask you if you said, wow, one time or 20 times when C.J. Stroud was playing Georgia to a near stalemate, and they led Georgia big on December 31st. Well, I, he had 348 yards passing, four touchdowns, yeah. no picks, 67% completions, a 27-yard run. Okay. I said, wow, multiple times. No, you know what game. I said? Wow, Georgia's great defense can't cover the Buckeyes receivers. Mm. Remember oh. Harrison? Remember that? It, 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 I thought Ohio State was the better team that day. Yeah. They outplayed him. A lot of it had to do with their quarterback. The only time in that game I said, wow, is when he ran for 27 yards. And I didn't go, wow, he's amazingly fast. I said, wow, how come they didn't run him all year? Yeah. It was more of a coaching question than being amazed by C.J. Stroud. And it was like, why didn't they run him? It wasn't like he flew past people. He kind of ran upright. I wasn't like, wow. Look, It was like, wow. Did they protect him all year? I didn't but know he could run. Even Harrison's catches, it's not like he's like having to make incredible plays. No, he's in Stroud was making putting the ball no, in no. tight windows. He was making great throws. No, no, it. he's very accurate. He is a first round quarterback. You know, does he but he's, does he feel like the second best player you saw in college football? No. And I, I think, don't think I don't think, I don't think he's the best player on Ohio State's football team. Yeah, and this is how you know the Texans are not taking him. In the offseason, they signed Case Keenum. There's, their two quarterbacks are Davis Mills and Case Keenum. They're not taking C.J. Stroud second. They, I'm not saying they love Keenum. He's amazing. Or Mills. 
but they are in position with these two quarterbacks. You got a defensive coach. Let's get a defender. If we're not good next year, guess what? A couple good quarterbacks at the top of the draft. It's a soft tank. They're not taking Stroud second. No, if you go to Ohio State right now and ask a Buckeye fan privately, who are the most talented players in your team? Harrison and the receiver in the first round this year. And so the, left tack, the left tackle's pretty good. Paris Johnson, I, I, I think. I don't know how many sacks he gave I think and, Paris Johnson's a much better left tackle prospect than C.J. Stroud is a quarterback yeah. prospect. So he's fourth on that team. And again, I don't have their entire depth chart. There may be somebody else they love. Maybe a defender. I don't, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying is, if you look at Alabama that generally has slightly better talent than Ohio State, Bryce Young's the best player. Will Anderson's talented, but Will Anderson isn't viewed as like a Chase Young. Even I mean, he's, he's, he's a good, he's a very good rush end. But I think Nick Saban would go, yeah, Bryce Young yeah. is. So let me ask you, you brought up the seven-on-seven seven stuff, and I'm just thinking out loud here. That's nothing like the NFL. The seven-on-seven seven maybe can apply to college because you've got great players right, at Alabama. Right, right, right. And, and oh, CJ Stroud drops back in clean pockets and is just throwing. You get to the NFL, and you've got smart defensive coaches. You've got bigger, faster, stronger everywhere. Wow. You don't have great five-star offensive linemen all over the place. This idea that Bryce Young's going to come in, sit back in the pocket, be all cerebral and no, dominate. Tom, time out. Maybe not out of the what, gate. What but. is the one conference in college football that looks like the NFL? The SEC. SEC. He was great. Ohio State's never had a great NFL quarterback. One of the reasons is, outside of Michigan, who does Ohio State play all year that can match up NFL body to NFL body? The answer is nobody, and most are a mile from it. Wisconsin's about culture, not talent. Illinois, Purdue, Iowa, Nebraska, Maryland. They're not close. Michigan can match up, not, not quite, but they're in the same class, NFL bodies. As good as Alabama is, Georgia has as much or more talent. LSU historically as much as more talent. Hell, there have been years that Florida and Auburn can go toe-to-toe with Alabama. Like, I think it's a – and now you're adding Texas bodies and Oklahoma. So I think the SEC gives yeah. me a truer sense – of what a player is. Okay, that's a great point. Bryce Young in the SEC this year did not face Georgia, but he did in the Natty in 2021. And Georgia ate his lunch. Now, that was a historically great defense. That's the best defense I've ever seen in college. Ever. And Bryce Young struggled mightily. You know, yeah, I mean, everybody I know 350, did. 70, 370 yards passing, but two picks. Uh, he had the pick six at the end, sacked four times. Not his best effort. And this year, you talk about the SEC like, oh, facing Ole Miss. They've never played defense. Uh, LSU, they, they don't play a lick of defense. Tennessee, 52-49, like Hendon Hooker looked like an, an incredible quarterback. I, I know everybody likes Bryce Young. This was not a great year in the SEC defensively outside of Georgia, and we saw what C.J. Stroud did to them. So I, I can like Bryce Young, but I just have a lot more questions than, yeah, he's definitely number one. Let me, let me bring him in. All right, that's fair. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope Y four six seven three.
888-789-7369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Haven't talked to Chris Broussard in a while, maybe a week. We got a lot of stuff here to talk about. Let's bring him in. First things first, co-host, radio show, The Odd Couple. Okay, I made my predictions earlier. I've said before with the Lakers, they were going to win the playoff game. And I think they'll jump on Memphis early. They don't want to get into a track meet because Memphis has depth and youth. So there's a way the Lakers have to play against Memphis. They don't want to get into a seven-game series. They're old. Let's get in. Let's win game one. Let's shift it. My takeaway is I do think the Lakers, because Steven Adams is out and Clark, they've lost some bigs. I do think that's enough of a break for the Lakers to win a five or six games your thoughts on that. What, what do you see transpiring in that series? I hear what you're saying because there's a lot of reasons to think the Lakers will win. One, obviously, it's hard to bet against LeBron and AD. You never can count them out. But like you said, with Steven Adams and, and Brandon Clark out, those are two of Memphis's bigs. So AD should be able to dominate the series. Now, I know Jaron Jackson Jr. is a phenomenal defender, might be defensive player of the year. He was second on my ballot. The problem with him and the reason I didn't vote him defensive player of the year was he fouls too much. Yeah. He leads the league second to Carl Anthony Towns in fouls per game. And you saw what happened to Carl Anthony Towns on Tuesday. So if they AD should be able to get Jaron Jackson in foul trouble, and then it'll be tough for Memphis to win this series. That said, Colin, I'm picking the Grizzlies. I'm picking the Grizzlies. I just look at the Lakers and I don't think they've been playing nearly as well as everybody says. Um, they've gone 7-2, and two, I believe, since LeBron came back. But if you look at the victories, yeah. they beat Utah twice when Utah's trying to lose. They don't have their two best players. They beat Phoenix without its four best players. They beat Chicago. They beat Houston. They struggled against Minnesota on Tuesday with Anthony Edwards having one of the worst games of his career. And, and that was at home in a must-win, essentially a must-win situation. So I think Memphis, John Morant, I don't think is going to disappear like Anthony Edwards did. Uh, Desmond Bain, they, they can shoot. You know, they're not a great shooting team, but he's a great shooter. And they're not scared. Now, they are immature. 
So I think the Lakers, yes. with their experience, maybe can that'll carry them to victory. But I like Memphis's attitude, and I think they can get the Lakers in a long series. Yeah, I mean, you could see how it could go sideways because I watched the Lakers the other night, and you make good points. They've beaten teams, but they've been bad teams. They don't really have a dependable yep. third score. I mean, it was the other night. It was Schroeder. It's often right. Austin Reeves. I do not trust. Uh, Malik Beasley's a nice kid, but he vanishes. J- J- Vanderbilt had zero points the other night. D'Angelo Russell, I do not trust in big spots. So you can see the Lakers. Right. You go to Memphis, the crowd's loud. They fall behind. Uh, it could certainly teeter that way. Now, Sacramento-Golden State, I honestly believe this is the one of the most fascinating series. A team with no experience and a team loaded with it. A young team and an old team. He, I'll tell you how I think it's going to look is that Golden State has so much depth at guard, they're just going to throw so many bodies to bang on De'Aaron Fox. They want to wear him out. De'Aaron may have very good early games, but they're going to put Peyton on him. They're going to throw Dante DiVincenzo at it. They got a lot of fouls to give, and they're going to be completely physical with De'Aaron Fox. And as the series goes on, he'll be less efficient, and I'll take Golden State. I think I, I don't think I I don't remember a team in the NBA with this much guard depth. I mean, Golden State's got pool, yeah. Clay, Steph, Dante, yeah. Peyton. So that my, that's my takeaway. It's a longer series. Golden State. Your thoughts? I'm with you. I got Golden State, uh, and I got them in five. I, I've got Golden State winning it all. Now I know I'm out on a limb, uh, an island because they obviously had the poor road record this year. But Andrew Wiggins coming back is huge, and in this series in particular. Sacramento's horrible defensively. They were 25th in the league defensively, which is odd because Mike Brown in his first and second iterations as a head coach was a tremendous defensive coach. Now, obviously, he's been great on the offensive end, will probably be coach of the year and should be, got my vote. But I think the lack of experience, as you said, and the fact that they're really going to try to outscore Golden State because that's what they do. They've outscored teams this season. And, Colin, as great as Sacramento's been, since the All-Star break, they basically the two teams have basically the same record. Uh, Golden State, like I said, and they've done that without Wiggins for the whole you know second half of the season. And a lot of those games without Steph – as you said, they got Steph, Clay, Jordan Poole, huge scores. Wiggins is a really good three-point shooter in addition to his defense. So with Wiggins and uh, Gary Payton the second, I think defensively they'll be able to throw some things that rattle uh, Sacramento and then obviously Draymond. So I like the, the Warriors in this series pretty, pretty handily. Well, when you look at the East, I, I feel like it's so much easier to predict. So I'll stay on the West here. So I like the Suns over the Clippers. If Paul George played, it could be a different series. But they're a sub-500 team without Paul George. So my takeaway is Phoenix and also the game's not till Sunday. So KD is going to be totally rested. Chris Paul's going to be rested. And they're winning game one. So I think very early Phoenix is going to assert themselves. I mean, what, what, what does KD and Chris Paul need? Rest. They're, and they didn't play right. at the end. I mean, they are, they are going to be as – that's as rested as KD's been, not counting an injury in years. So that's how I view it. Do you view that as a quick series? Yeah, I think Phoenix clearly wins, and I agree. If Paul George were playing, and maybe he'll come back at, at some point in the series, that would be huge. Um, but I, I, I 
picked Phoenix in six. I wouldn't be surprised if it's five. Here's what I like about the Clippers, and I, I don't think they can win this series or will win it. But I, Kawhi Leonard has been healthy, and he's obviously playing great. And I am sure he's definitely not afraid of Kevin Durant. And I think he's going to looking forward to the matchup with Kevin Durant. I know it was years ago, but you remember when Kawhi was still in San Antonio and they were facing the Warriors with Kevin Durant and he got injured in game one in the third quarter. But he was they were up 22. The Spurs were shocking everybody up 22 in that first game. So I just think Kawhi, when he's healthy, he's one of the most dangerous players in the league. Westbrook, for all his flaws, he and he said there's no beef, and there may I doubt there's a beef at this point with him and Kevin Durant, but I'm sure he is looking forward to this series because clearly he's lost the divorce, right? Durant's got two championships, all that stuff. But a way to get just a little bit of get back for Westbrook would be if he could somehow knock Kevin Durant out of the playoffs and leave that yeah, but on Durant's resume, which is yeah, he's got two rings, but. They, that, that was a stacked team. So I just think that the, 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 the Clippers with Ty Lue as a great coach and the, the attitude of Westbrook and Kawhi, I think they can make it uh, challenging for the Suns, although I think Phoenix will prevail. Okay. Uh, the, the, the team, because I think I know who's going to win all these series. But there's a reason that the Cleveland Knicks series is fascinating. Cleveland's going to win this thing. They got too many shot makers. I just don't. If Julius yeah. Randle doesn't play for a couple games, it could get ugly. But my takeaway is Jalen Brunson and Randle could be part of a really good team. But you need a guy. You need to get another guy. Randle's a three. Brunson's a two on a championship team yeah. or a, a team in a championship window. When the Knicks lose this series, uh, there's going to be a Kyrie. I think the Lakers would absolutely listen to an AD pitch. There's Dame Lillard, although I don't know if he fits with Jalen Brunson. They're both small. So I'm going to look ahead. When the Knicks lose this series to Cleveland, who's got, I think Cleveland's one of the only teams in the East that could shock the world and knock off a Milwaukee or a Philly or a Boston. What are they going to do in New York? What are they going to do? Because they're going to lose this series, and if Randall doesn't play, they may get swept. Yeah, I agree with you. And it's going to be tough to see what they do. You mentioned Damian Lillard. Um, look, if they move him, they're going to want young players and draft picks. Portland, I'm talking about. And as you said, he's a guard. They're fine on the perimeter. Uh, Anthony Davis would be interesting. But again, I don't think they have what the Lakers would want to trade for an AD. So I, I don't know the answer. Um Jalen Brunson is a keeper, yeah. and even though Julius Randle has been great and his numbers are great, people will tell you that Brunson's been the key yes. to why they've really yes. played so well this season. He's one of the best clutch players in the league this season, and so he's he's been surprisingly good for them. We knew he'd be good, but this good is a surprise. Look, Donovan Mitchell was the guy, and yes. I know Danny Ainge was going to make them pay if they were going to get him, but they missed their chance to get him. They're always hunting for that superstar you're talking about, Colin, and they haven't been able to get him. That's right. Since uh, I've, I've been like since Allen Houston and, and <laughs> Latrell Sprewell and Larry Johnson and those yeah. guys. So that's when I was covering them. So I, 
it's going to be challenging because you don't want to just be stuck in that fifth seed. Oh, that's right. Which is kind of where they're at yep. for maybe the next few years. Yeah, and I think I think this is a bad matchup. I think Cavs is a bad matchup for the Knicks. I think they can hit the three. I think they've got a big in Evan Mobley. They've got a star that can get buckets. Uh, and I know how New York reacts. You see it in baseball. You see it in the NFL. If they get swept yep. in this series, uh, Cleveland is really, really a good team. I think Cleveland's one year away from being in that Boston Celtics realm. Now, now, now here's another question for you. Do you think Boston gets out of the East? Because I do think they'll have discussions. If they don't get out of the East and they can't beat Milwaukee, they've been pretty patient with their core. What is your gut feeling on – so you said the Warriors win it. Who's coming out of the East? Yeah. I've got a rematch. I've got Golden State and Boston uh, in the finals. Look, Milwaukee, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they emerge in the East, but Boston's really played well against them and won in Milwaukee. We saw it last year in the playoffs in game six with their backs against the wall. They face an elimination. This year they were able to win in Milwaukee. So Milwaukee, as great as they are defensively, that one of the reasons they're so great is because they're bigs. Brooke Lopez, Giannis, uh, Bobby Portis. Now, Drew Holiday's a fantastic defender, but outside of him, they have guys on the perimeter that have trouble staying in front of you. And that's where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have their way with the Bucks. So I like Boston getting to the finals. As far as discussions breaking up the team, look, obviously there's been talk about Jalen Brown. He hasn't been shy in voicing some of his questions about staying there. But he's a professional. I think if they get to the finals, they obviously have a chance to win it as well. I, I can see this relationship continuing. You know, this isn't the first time there's been questions about Jalen Brown being there. Yeah. His name's been in trade rumors for a few years, and people wonder would he be able to stay there. If he, if he makes noise, if he absolutely wants out, I think a Damian Lillard is a guy you're definitely yeah. looking at. Jalen Brown would fit. The timetable of the Blazers, right? They got these young kids emerging like Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. Jalen Brown's fairly young. And Lillard, obviously, would be great in Boston. They've got defenders yeah. that could cover for him. And we know what he brings offensively. And I'd love to see Dame get in a situation like that. And I think if he did, he'd be like Kevin Garnett, like, Man, what what was I waiting for? <laughs> Why didn't I do this earlier? Right. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I think because Marcus Smart, uh, Williams protects the rim. Marcus Smart protects the backcourt. You and Tatum's a good wing defender. Dame to the Celtics is really interesting. Jalen Brown, again, young, healthy guy still, ascending yep. player in the West. Uh, Chris Broussard, first things first after our show in 30 minutes. Good seeing you. All right, Kyle. Um, that, that is an interesting one for Dame because Kevin Garnett waited forever, got to Boston. It's like, there's a reason he's got podcasts. He's on networks. Okay. If he doesn't go to the Celtics, is Kevin Garnett on network TV making millions a year podcast? No, the Celtics may in the NBA. If you're not playing in May and June, you're not relevant. doesn't matter how great you are. We should do a list of the five guys potentially in the NBA who could change teams this offseason, does Lillard top the list or is Anthony Davis at the top for you? If you said, if I got, Jalen's a much better defender, bigger, stronger athlete than Dame. Dame's the clearly the better long-range yeah. shooter. So if you told me it's Dame, I don't, know if, I don't know if Boston would make that deal. I think Portland would. Dame's so popular so there. Jalen Brown is 26. Dame oh, no, is no. He, 
32. No, no, Dame's got two years left. So again, Boy, you, his contract alone Portland has like would have big to money. give you a draft pick, Dame, and one of their players. And I guarantee you the Celtics would take Simons. I don't think Portland would give him up. No, no. It not. sounds good, but I just don't think it's, it's just, it's, it wouldn't work. I mean, there's Paul George, there's Dame Lillard, there's Anthony Davis, there's James Hart, like some big okay, names. Okay, let me ask you this. Clippers, if they, if they fizzle out, Dame for Paul George. Portland fans are like, we don't want Paul George. He's garbage. Paul I'm like, George, what are you talking about? Paul George is an elite defender. Wings now they have, run the league. They've been able to find a wing in Portland forever. He's perfect in Portland. Yeah. They get Simons and the young kid Sharp to be their new backcourt. Like, what, what, what are you complaining about? No, I about? think I'd do that. Now, I, I think Dame is a great fit with Kawhi. But Dame's also small and a defensive liability. Paul George is an elite wing defender. And he lets Kawhi Leonard take some nights off, although not now because he's hurt. But Kawhi doesn't have to lock down Kevin Durant because, Paul George, you go do I it. think if I was Portland, I'd make that deal. And by the way, I think Dame is going to go down as the greater player. But with Paul, I get a bigger, longer athlete at a position wing they've struggled with for years. And Paul's a very good player. Portland fans are in this vibe, and I'm just seeing it online where it's like, we just want a lot of picks and pick swaps. No, picks I'm are like, you- you're not getting that. It's not ha- Look at how it worked out for Rudy Gobert. Terrible. They would not do that deal again. Look at how it worked out for DeJounta Murray and the Hawks. I don't think they're doing that deal again. So those deals like happened. I think that window is kind of closed. Yeah, I'm not. In the NBA, I'm not interested in draft picks. Unless I can get a lottery pick, I'm just not interested. How many rookies this year popped? Well, one. Wait, let's go back. The Celtics built this juggernaut. Okay, that's by six years ago. Million. Yeah, it took some time, but yeah, they got the high picks. They hit on uh, two. Yes. Okay, so how many rookies came into the NBA this year and made a real impact? Well, the, the kid, kid in OKC is starting. Okay. Uh, one of the Williams guys. Okay, but um, the, the kid in Orlando is Bob, uh, the, pa- the Duke kid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, pa- Paolo Bancaro has made a. Awesome. He's a really good. Okay, one. A couple years ago, we thought Zion, John Morant. John Morant can be squirrely, and Zion never plays. And that was considered a, two locks. Chet Holmgren hurt. I'm, I'm telling you, you're, you're drafting guys, 19 year old kids. They don't. To, to make it the last player to be drafted in the NBA. And make an impact consistently in the playoffs is six years ago, Jason Tatum. I got no interest. I got no interest in draft picks. And it's funny because the Lakers have an undrafted guy in Austin Reeves. But he's not taking you anywhere. On like some nights, he's their third best player. And you need that in the playoffs. Okay, time out. On some nights. Dennis Schroeder saved them. He's the third or fourth or fifth best player. Saved them against the Timberwolves. Austin Reeves will have a game. Let me tell you what I don't want. A bunch of guys on my roster who on some nights can be the third best offensive yeah, player. I, I don't like that. I, that, I think that's wrong. Uh, yeah, that, that's, unfortunately, it's a Tuesday in Charlotte. Uh, the, Colin, <laughs> this is a long postseason. And I will remind you, who bailed out Boston in Game 7 against the Bucks, hitting a billion three-pointers, yeah. Grant Williams. Again. Th- these guys matter. You just Jordan Poole has had his moments. There's going to be a game against Memphis when Austin Reeves goes for like 28, 11 assists, the Lakers steal a win. And you're going to be like, well, Austin Reeves is good. Yeah, that's what you get him for. A key role player who on one night can totally pop for you. Mm. Key role player that can occasionally pop for you. Well, you know you. what you're getting from LeBron and AD. You know who was winning titles? Kareem, oh, Magic, geez. Bird, McHale, 40 Jordan. years ago? It's a different league. Kobe, Shaq, Duncan, Par- Parker. Not role guys. I want, I want, I want Draymond, Steph, Clay, Wiggins. Those are great players. Andre Iguodala had a great finals. They're not getting there without Steph Clan Draymond. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're, argue, we're not really arguing. We agree. 
But I just feel like the value in role players is immense, and you're kind of kind of tissing it. Like, come on. Take the, you ever see the movie Ocean's Eleven? Outstanding movie. Yeah. Take out Clooney. Oh, stop it. It's, I'm not taking You know what it's called? It's called superstar. Ocean's Four, and nobody watches uh, it. I'm not taking out a superstar. No, I mean, it's like Julia Roberts, Pitt Clooney, and a bunch of role players. An hour ago, when you were breaking down the playoffs, you said Robert Williams is the guy. Can Robert Williams play? What is he, Colin? Is he a star? He is player. in the Eastern Conference with Mobley, Embiid, Giannis. If you don't have a big, you're done. And Giannis goes for 30 against the Celtics. So he is, is, he is a role player. He's a rim protector. But let me count Robert Williams' uh, oh, all-star appearances. Let me get the oh, Zero! Come on, he's a role player. By the way, he didn't play this year. I mean, literally bubble-wrapped him. He didn't play this year. Celtics end up, what, number two seed? Yeah. I mean, so there you go. Didn't play him much. I'm saying there are moments, and he's a unique player because there's so many great bigs in the East. Yes. You take out Clooney and Julia Roberts. Stop. Nobody would take them it's, out of It's the, a cable I'm access. It's straight Ocean's, to video. It's I'm Ocean not, 7. Yeah. I'm not. Take out Brad Pitt from uh, Ocean's 11. It, what is that movie? It's nothing. All right. We got to take a break. No. Herdline news after the break. Right. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time manager of the year and a three-time national sports writer of the year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's not waste any time. Jay Mack with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Uh, the Lamar Jackson saga wears on. Um, now Ben Roethlisberger is chiming in, former quarterback in that division. He's pointing out a potential flaw that could be an issue in Lamar Jackson's negotiations. Here's Ben Roethlisberger. You don't really fear Lamar's arm, um, his accuracy all the time. Sure. He's got a huge arm. He can make things happen when he scrambles and whatever, but you don't fear him just sitting in the pocket and picking you apart. Sure. So you can bring safeties down because you, you do fear him running because he's a different level runner. So you fear that. Yeah. So you bring safeties down. Well, I always think he's a better thrower than he gets credit for. But I think it's fair to say what scares you about Lamar are the legs over the pocket. That's fair. That's fair. I don't think he plays from behind as well as... Remember when um, like Trevor Lawrence falls into a huge hole against the Chargers, right? And in the second half, you're like, you know, just throw it every down. And with Trevor Lawrence, you're like, yeah, that's what he could do. He could throw it every single down, not move. And I and I think Burrow's the same way. If I said in the second half he trails by three touchdowns, has to throw 38 straight times with Burrow, you're totally comfortable. A big part, to me, like Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, a real part of who they are, and Josh Allen to a lesser degree, is the legs. I mean, Josh Allen, I don't like nearly as well in the pocket as I do Mahomes, Burrow, even sometimes Herbert. But I, So I do think... I mean, look at how often Lamar runs. Like, the numbers don't lie. In the NFL history, like, the the only guy close to him is Hurts. He runs. Josh Allen runs, but they're acknowledging in Buffalo, they're acknowledging we want to run him less. I don't think anybody says we got to run Lamar less. It is absolutely uh, uh, a, a component to his greatness is that he's the fastest person that's ever played the position. This Ben Roethlisberger needs to talk to some numbers guys because to say you don't fear Lamar's accuracy, I mean that's just idiotic. Like Lamar Jackson from the pocket was one of the ten best passing quarterbacks in the league. Like, better numbers than Aaron Rodgers. Like he's really good in the well, pocket. Well, we don't think. Do you think he's a better thrower than Aaron? That's not the that's not the question. He's saying you don't fear him in the pocket. Well, okay, fine. Go, well, go ahead. Don't 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 rush him. With Lamar, you've got to put a safety in the box because you're so fearful. So his passing lanes tend to be a little more open. Imagine if the Ravens got him great receivers. Oh, they haven't. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yours make little... it sound like I don't like Lamar. I do. No, not you, man. Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next up, Damian Lillard. Ah, this is <laughs> this is gonna be good. He's preached loyalty throughout his career with the Blazers turning down opportunities to leave and get a title. However, Damian Lillard, maybe it's starting to wear out. Here's what he had to say about his future with the Blazers. It ain't a threat. I'm not, you know, I ain't going to say I'm putting him on the clock. I'm just saying, you know, if those things can't be done, you know, we can't do something significant like that, then we won't have a chance to compete on that level. And then not only will I have a decision to make, but I think the organization will too, because at that point it's like, are you going to go young or are we going to get something done? And I just think, you know, we at that point now where everybody, everybody wants to win. You know, they, right. they believe that I deserve that opportunity. I think you and I on that Paul George thing, Ballmer's going to want to move. I think Paul George, I mean, if I was the Clippers, that's exactly what they need. A guy that, a playmaker at point that can hit big shots. Um, and what the Blazers need, because the Blazers have some young guards people like. 
They don't have a wing. When's the last time they had a wing? Go get one. This idea that, you know, Damian Lillard should be staying to win a title. That's just... They're not going to win a title. It's not reality. There's no. no path whatsoever. None. To Portland making roster moves to win a title next no. year or even be a contender. There's no, next, no path. New, next two years, zero chance. No chance. So why is Dame wasting time? He should have got out last summer. Well, Bradley Beal hasn't left either. I mean, some guys don't like bouncing around. Yeah. I mean, they've all got $100 million plus in the bank, and he's got his home he likes and his friends in Portland, and he's, he's from the Bay Area. It's an hour 15 flight maybe. Yeah, like, go, he doesn't go, care. Go through the motions. Sit out whenever you want. Second half of the season doesn't matter. One, two, three, Cancun well, not in the everybody's, uh, Not everybody wants to be Jeff Bezos. Not everybody wants to win basketball games well, and be relevant a, in the postseason? Well, I think there's, there's a lot of components to what make people happy. You know you know, it's happiness? Winning. Well, for me and you, winning. Yeah. yeah. I like winning. I like so to do- join a winning team. Now we're dominating. All right, let me move on. Uh, Giannis, the final story, Colin. Uh, he's one of the best players in the league, obviously. He's you the best Giannis. player in the league, yeah. Confirmed. Best player He's in the, the league. He's the best player uh, in the league. His MVP season led to a five-year, $228 million extension. Giannis revealed, though, he nearly retired. If something doesn't make me happy, I don't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm just going to stay home, stay with my kids, stay with my family, try to be happy. I don't care. And this was right when I signed the largest contract in NBA history. In 2020, I was ready to walk away from the game. Everybody's looking at me crazy. You just signed the largest contract in history? And you want to walk away from the game and all that money? Man, you could take that money and shove it into your blank. Have you seen the Giannis story? It's on the Disney uh, app or whatever. Yeah. There's a, you could, I know you have the Disney channel on your uh, cable, but I would highly recommend that movie. It's awesome. The Giannis story about his family coming over and all this stuff. Really good movie. I, I like Giannis a lot. He's a, he's the, he, let's just not talk MVP. He's currently the best player in the league. If you and you have yeah. to you have to consider availability. Yeah, you yeah. need to consider that. Yeah, so I, he's the best player in the league. Embiid's probably, because he played more games this year, is probably the second best player in the league. No. Who, who um, is? But at any rate, let, I just want to remind people, Giannis was not the number one pick overall. He, I think he w- was, what, in the 9 to 13 range, somewhere yeah, in there? Yeah, Um Neither was Mahomes. He, he was super skinny when he came into the league. Yeah. It didn't win any playoff series, I don't think, until he was like 25. 24-25? Well, how, how? Nothing happens overnight. People listen, need to realize that. Giannis has become a superstar. Nobody said Giannis is going to be the best player in the league in eight years. Not one person on planet Earth. Very, Peyton Manning's an exception. LeBron's an exception. Is, um, very rarely do you get a guy and everybody's like, oh, he's going to be great. And then really quickly, they're great. Even Peyton Manning had like a bad third year. Andrew Luck was great day one. LeBron was luck, great day one. That's very rare. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. I think you put Kevin Durant in there, but it's a small list. You're right, Peyton, LeBron. I mean, look at Steph Curry was not a number one pick. But even there were doubts about KD. You had doubts. Greg Oden went before Kevin Durant in the draft, which is insane to think about. Durant was so skinny out of yeah, college. He could. I remember that. I know you, the bench. He couldn't press bench 185 yeah. pounds. I'm throwing lead around like that every afternoon. He threw a to- two plates around. Iron. Huh? Putting up some big. Are you wearing a tank top to the gym? The people want to know this. I work out at home. Oh, I wear a t-shirt. Man of the people. T-shirt guy. Oh, it's a tiny little, tiny little treadmill and some weights at home. How about this? Will you go to the grocery store in a tank top? In a tank top? Yeah, why not? You're just popping in for some items. Never. I, I do that. I don't far own a tank top. Do. I don't have one in my house. Wow. I got a bunch of I got a bunch of workout shirts. I got a bunch of Nike shirts. 
What are you, prom- are you advertising for those guys? Air Cowherd. Oh. <laughs> uh, J-Mac for the news. Well, that's the news. <laughs> and thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. Uh, Air, the Air movie is out now, right? You can go watch it. Can I stream that? I don't. What am I going to go to a theater by myself? I don't think the wife wants to watch that. Well, I think Air Movie's out, isn't it? It's in theaters. You are. You saw it with the uh, you know the fa- famous people out there on the red carpet, right? I went to West Hollywood and saw. Oh. It. Yeah, a little probably lot sitting of, next to uh, Matt Damon or one of these famous people. I think they came in after on the stage. I I, I didn't want to hear all the chit chat after, but they were on stage. Oh, you ducked and out. It's a very good movie. Everybody I know that's seen it loves it. You know top what? five sports movie ever? Hollywood tries to get so hip and cool, and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck make good movies. Agreed. They make a movie I go watch. The Herd. The End. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.